Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. Anything that feels magical, anything that feels like slightly outside of you that helps you be a better person, that is the magic to me. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Well, if you've been wondering what manifesting is all about, I'm super excited for you to hear my conversation with Michaela J. She's the host of the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast, which I've been listening to over the last couple of years. She is single-handedly changing the way that millennials and old guys like me look at spirituality. She's inspiring women to manifest their rich and ridiculous lifestyles through mindset and connecting to their personal magic. Now, Michaela has scaled her business to multiple six figures in under two years while traveling the world, running a successful podcast, and being a full-time college student. Now, just as a reminder, if you enjoy this episode, don't just keep it to yourself. Come on now, tell a friend. Tell them to listen to the Inspiration Rising podcast on their favorite podcast app. And if you take just a moment and leave us a review on the Apple podcast app, that helps us Well, it helps us spread the word to more people. Apple's more willing to show our podcast to people who are searching for conversations with inspiring female leaders. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Michaela J. Michaela, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Excited to do this. Okay, let's talk about manifestation, which you're all about, obviously. When and how were you introduced to this whole concept of manifesting? Yeah, so I grew up with a pretty traumatic childhood. And as a result of that, I lived for a really long time in victimhood mindset. It was really negative. Um, My mom would often be like, why are you being so negative? And I'd be like, well, I'm a pessimist. Like, that's what we do. Um, And it's so funny to think about those times compared to how I am now. But I was just living in such a negative mind space uh, for so long. And when I went to university, I did a study abroad that was in Angers in France, because I studied French in college. Um, And I was at one of my lowest points right before that trip. And I remember looking myself in the mirror one day before going to France and thinking, something has to change. And it has to start with me. 
And I don't, it was honestly a divine download from the universe because nobody around me was speaking this positive propaganda into me. I wasn't reading any self-help books, nothing. We weren't super religious or anything. And it was just a divine download. So I knew when I went on this study abroad trip, I had to change everything for myself. So for the six weeks I was in France, I committed to no gossip, no negativity, no complaining, nothing the entire time. And that was the most amazing experience. And I will say it was so easy for me because I was putting myself in an environment where nobody knew me and I didn't know anybody else. There was no pressure to like be who you were before. Right. And when I came out of the study abroad, came back to the States, I was then met with the people who were expecting me to act like I used to, which is a lot of pressure. And I lost some friends, some people didn't get it. And that's kind of how it goes when you're going through your own spiritual awakening. And so in that time where I used to be hanging out with certain people, I dove into mindset and spirituality. And I remember at the beginning of my journey, looking up like affirmations and how to journal um, and listening to a lot of like positive mindset, success mindset type of podcast, and somehow stumbling upon law of attraction and It's funny because my mom gave me the book, The Secret, when I was 16, and I thought it was a religious text, so I didn't read it. I was like, I'm not reading this Bible book. Like, what the hell? (laughs) Um, And so then I went through this rabbit hole um, my sophomore year of college where I was just filling myself up with positive mindset and manifestation and just kept studying and studying over um, a period of nine months, which my life completely changed doing that work. What were some of the initial resources? You mentioned uh, The Secret, but what were some of the other initial resources that kind of opened you up to this whole new way of thinking? Yeah, there was this guy whose podcast I used to listen to. It's called Law of Attraction Secrets. And I think the guy's name is Robert. I don't remember his last name. His podcast is still on iTunes. It's fabulous, but it's very old age spirituality. Um, And he has like episodes on, they're really short episodes and he'll go into the specifics of like, one, 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 two, 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 really great basics in a very old age manner. And I loved it. I was like, wow, it feels like a grandpa, like teaching me spirituality. So I would listen to that when I was at the gym or walking around on campus, going to class. And that was a huge one for me. And then I was just trying to study anything I could get my hands on. I was watching, you know, documentaries about quantum physics. I was watching YouTube videos on different manifestation techniques and like the five, five, five challenge and the three, six, nine challenge, anything I could do. But Robert's podcast was the main thing that stuck with me. And then how I really developed my manifesting skills was through my own journaling. I'm extremely psychic. I'm a very clear channel for the universe to say and speak through me. And so I would just download all of these journal prompts essentially in my own mind when I would be writing and writing and writing. And I felt like I was dissecting the universe through my own brain. It was absolutely crazy, but Roberts was a huge one. And then I was learning a lot about positive mindset through a lot of business podcasts, like mind your business by James Wedmore, um, gold digger by, Oh my God, what's her name? Jenna Kutcher. Kutcher, I think. Yes. Um, And they were throwing around the word, the universe, when I was listening, because mindset is a huge part of business. And I had no idea. I started listening to those because I wanted to start a blog. um, And I was like, what is this universe thing? And I think that's really the spiral that led me to the law of attraction and the manifesting side of things. As you were having this experience in your sophomore year of college, did you talk to your family about this or did you kind of keep it under wraps? 
I talked to my family about it in little bits. At the time, me and my family were pretty dispersed. My father was actually in prison. Me and my brother were not on speaking terms. And I talked to my mom very, you know, every once in a while. So it was a weird dynamic. But as I was going through my spiritual journey, it actually made my family closer. And my parents are split. So it made me and my mom really close because she had tried to give me the book, The Secret, a long time ago. Um, and she kind of identifies with being Christian. So she was like, oh, yeah, I really like this because it's like, you know, believing in yourself, believing in a purpose and God's plan, all of that. So I talked to my mom about it. And she was totally understanding. Um, my brother was kind of weirded out by it at first, but now he's super into it. He even has like a two, two, two tattoo on his hand, like <laughs> is all in. And now my dad is as well. He calls me for tarot readings all the time, but uh, not everybody was accepting as they were. I would post about it on Facebook as I was, you know, sharing my blog posts about spirituality and starting my business. And I had distant family members say that I'm in a cult and people say that I'm crazy. And I would get so excited. I'd be like, yes, let's manifest this shit. And then people would be like, you're cussing too much. You're too much. And this is wild, whatever. So I had a lot of judgment. I had a lot of friends who didn't get it and said nothing at all. And then I had a lot of really supportive people. And for me, it was very important to decipher what I wanted to focus on. And I think that's something a lot of people my age don't really realize that you're going to get differing opinions, but it's the ones that you focus on that matter. And so for me, I just focused on my friends who were interested and wanted to do card readings and wanted to discover past lives with me and, you know, sending my mom journal prompts. And I just let everybody else, you know, have their own opinions. Their opinions are not my problem. So it's kind of the way I approach that. Mm -hmm. So as you're going through this during your sophomore year, at some point, you obviously said to yourself, Hey, I'd love to offer these resources to other people. I know you started out blogging, but then how did that transform from blogging to podcasting to a business? Like what was your thought process? What next steps did you go through? Yeah, this was, it was a long time coming when I came back I launched the blog and the blog was really about travel and kind of getting your shit together after my study abroad was obviously transformed and people were like whoa you're like doing all these things and you're so positive and you're doing school and you're working and you're traveling like how do you do it all and so I, I decided I'm going to launch a website and I'm going to answer all these questions and when people text me and ask the questions I'm going to send them blog posts <laughs> so it was really a way of efficiency for me and then it grew as my interest grew so that I started to blog a little bit about spirituality um, and mindset and slowly manifestation. And where I transitioned from the blogging world into the business world was I had been studying manifesting for about nine months until I felt like it really clicked for me. And that's really crazy for people to hear now because they just, they see me and they see the work I do. And they're probably like, oh, you're like this magical wizard who probably just worked right away. And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I had to try every method and I really didn't know what would make it click for me. And so luckily I kept an open mind and I just kept studying and I kept practicing and I kept journaling and I kept doing all the things that I knew to do. And after nine months, the big shift I had was spirituality. I've been pro approaching the mindset and the manifestation world so much, but I wasn't looking at magic. I wasn't looking at my belief system about something larger than myself. I wasn't looking at my past biases from going to a Christian school growing up and being Christian and now, and at the time not being Christian. And I didn't look at those dynamics and how they would support me. And so for that included in manifestation, there's an element of trust that was missing. 
And when you don't have that basis of trust, you really focus on the how, the how do I manifest it? How is it going to happen? You can't fully go in on this concept of co-creating magic with the universe. So after those nine months, I started to look into my spirituality. What is it that I believe? What did I believe when I was going to a Christian church? What made me not believe that? And what do I want to believe moving forward? And looking at that changed the game for me. And that's why my podcast is called Mindset Magic Manifestation. It's actually a formula. I teach get your, you know, get your mindset in check, do the inner work, work on those limiting beliefs, define your magic, look at what you used to believe, but what do you want to believe moving forward? And that's how you start to make manifesting really easy. So when I kind of downloaded that, when I realized that I had another look in the mirror moment where I was like, holy shit, my entire life has changed. I have to teach people this because I knew if I could go from where my life was before, where I was a self-proclaimed pessimist, I was such a victim. My dad was in prison. It looked like my life was in shambles to being positive all the time, having so much energy, crushing her goals. I'm like, if I can do that for myself, I can sure as hell do that for other people. And so Mm -hmm. I started to build this business and podcasts and my programs and my mentoring. Um, And when I launched it, I launched it in August of 2018. The very first month I launched, it completely replaced my income from my job um, in college, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. I think I started listening to your podcast midway through 2018. No, no, no. Uh, No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 2019, like early, early 2019, like early on. And uh, I haven't cut, kept, uh, I haven't caught every um, episode, but you really just captured my imagination and attention. I think it's a combination of not only what you're saying, but you know, you're a unique being, you're a unique soul that has a unique flavor. And I think, you know, obviously with anything we do, we're either going to repel or attract. And I was like, what is this all about? I want to, you know, I want to follow what she's up to. So you mentioned a few minutes ago, mindset, magic, and manifestation. Can you walk us through that process a little bit? Because manifesting is a bit new for me. I don't know how much you know about me, but I was a pastor in a Christian church for over 10 years and um, transitioned out of that about 12 years ago from a burnout experience. And I've had my own journey over the last 12 years of you know, processing, becoming more inclusive, and even in the last couple of years, becoming much more curious about um, other forms of spirituality and manifestation and so forth. And so I've been learning a lot just from the people that I've been interviewing, frankly, and other things that I'll, I'll read about. So take me through this process, mindset, magic, and manifestation. How do you, how do you teach this? How do you live it out yourself in a day-to-day experience? Yeah, it's really what changed my entire life. And it's so important to me. And it teaches the aspects of mindset manifestation that really brought me into this world. It's really the things that interest people about manifesting and that ties in the depth with the magic. So with mindset, I always teach, get your mindset in check, right? We have these stories that we tell ourselves and few experiences and traumas as we go through life and as we grow up that form who we are. And Beliefs are just ideas impressed on us over and over and over again. That's why we hold them to be true. And knowing that, we can always shift them. So your subconscious is running 95% of your reality. So a huge part of this formula is looking at 
what do I subconsciously believe to be true? And when I am working on this with clients, it's really important to get into almost a meditative state. So you're not doing this journaling from a conscious mind where you're really diving in, you're comfortable and you're willing to be honest with yourself. So how this practice looks in my day-to-day life is a lot of journaling and I meditate every single day. Um, And my meditations could be anything from a visualization for something guided on YouTube uh, or just sitting in silence with some binaural beats and observing my thoughts. And the journaling is always like, what am I afraid of? What am I doubting? And really diving into the deep, heavy stuff. I call it shadow work. And I have a whole really in-depth podcast episode about it on my show where you look at those shadow sides of yourself and start to transmute that. And the whole goal of working on the mindset side of things is to rest in positive expectation, to believe in yourself 10% more, because that's when you can positively expect your manifestations to snap in. So that's the mindset piece. Real question, quick question. Um, What were some of the beliefs that you found that over the course of that nine months to a year that you were maybe surprised by? Like, wow, I didn't even realize I was believing this about whatever, you know, yourself, Mm -hmm. the world, God, whatever. And then how did you shift that? Like, give us some examples of that. Yeah, there are two big ones that come to mind. One was more religious example with God. I was like, okay, well, if there is this God dude in the sky, like, why didn't you forget about me? Like what was going on when I was going through years and years of trauma? And so it made me create a story in my mind that I couldn't trust anyone. I couldn't trust anything except for myself. And that's just not a way to live. Of course, it's great to, you know, have your guard up around some people and not just let in anybody without knowing expectations. But for me, I was like, I want to be open. I want to be allow myself to be vulnerable with my mentors, with people in my classes, with my teachers, with my friends and family. And it really, my experiences growing up in trauma, it cut me off from even opening up in my relationship, which is a huge part of being in a relationship with somebody. So I really had to shift that and be like, okay, when I started diving into my spirituality, it made more sense for me that I was just attracting those vibrations I was putting out and being a pessimist. Of course, I was going to continue attracting horrible shit into my life. And that is a level of responsibility. Not everybody is willing to go to because a lot of the things that happened to me were out of my control, but I still look at it like, this is what I was in vibrational alignment with. And it's like, that doesn't have to be my story moving forward. I can be in alignment with trusting people around me. So that was a huge one I had to work on. And another one that came up for me was a lot of resentment I held around my parents for different things that happened. And I didn't feel like, I didn't realize that I felt that way. I knew I'd been angry as a teen and whatever. I didn't realize I resented them to some aspect. And when it comes to anger and resentment and holding grudges, it really hurts you more than it hurts the other person. And so it was something I had to look at. And a huge practice that I teach my clients and work on with myself is forgiveness letters. I had to write so many over and over and over again to my parents to fully release it. And with that, I got more comfortable with my side of the story and I could end up having really productive and healthy conversations with them, which was amazing. So I had to transmute that resentment into a place of understanding that we're all just doing the best that we can in that moment. And people make mistakes and choosing to move forward with an open mind and an open heart, which goes hand in hand with the trust thing again. So those were two really big pieces that I had to shift. Those are absolutely huge. I mean, those are probably the two biggest challenges that most of us have with beliefs. One, something about God or the divine, the universe. And then secondly, like the people that we came from, like those are the Mm -hmm. probably two big ones that people really 
wrestle with. So that's, that is absolutely huge. Wow. Okay. So you're teaching people to become aware of their mindset, aware of their beliefs and how that translates into the way that they think about the world. You're saying that the vibrations that you're putting out based on your beliefs are then being met by the world coming, like you're receiving back the same vibrations, whether it's negativity or positivity Mm -hmm. or so forth. Exactly. Exactly. That the second step, this whole, this word magic, which I mean, come on now. I know from a Christian perspective, that is a no-no word. Come on, yeah. you just don't use that word. That's satanic. That is satanic. You are a cult leader. I've heard it all. <laughs> yep. And that's one of the fun reasons why I love using the word. Um, even Instagram has me a slight bit shadow banned for using it, which is totally fine. <laughs> we get over it. Uh, when it comes to magic, Magic is anything you want it to be. Magic is anything that feels magical. If you are religious, it's your religion. If you're spiritual, it's your spirituality. If you're interested in astrology, human design, tarot, crystals, you know, it could be anything from even like Ayurveda, anything that feels magical, anything that feels like slightly outside of you that helps you be a better person. That is the magic to me. And I love including this aspect of it can be religious. It could be spiritual. It can be not labeled at all because with magic, I say define your magic, find what works for you. If you are raised in a household that's like very strict, maybe Christian, and you grow up and you're not resonating with that, like you are forcing yourself into a belief system that isn't going to support you, but maybe you are raised Catholic and you love it. And it's something that resonates with you and that supports you. That's why it's so important to find what works for you. And I have a lot of clients who come in not knowing what they believe. And they're like, oh, well, I know this belief from here and that from here. And this is my version of spirituality. And I'm like, beautiful, great. Let's wrap it in, wrap it up, put it on a bow and we're good to go. Um, so with magic, it's really finding what you believe in. And the process that I took myself through that I now take my clients through is for me, I grew up in a Christian household. I went to private school for a couple of years. I was really, really into it until my life turned into, into a shit show. And I really felt like, where is God? Why isn't he here? Why is all this happening to me? And I mm. kind of fell off. That's where I stopped resonating. So I had to look at those experiences because again, those come back to the beliefs that we're holding in our minds and say, from this experience, let's just look at it without any emotion. What did I like? What did I resonate with? What did I not like? And the things you resonate with are what you get to take with you. So I did that. And then I asked myself, what do I want to believe to be true? And so some of those beliefs that came into play were everything happens for a reason. You know, this is going to work out in my favor. I love saying that the universe is working for me when I get my daily Starbucks. I was like, oh, I'm saying I had forever um, where I was always being supported because that's where I stopped resonating with religion. I just didn't feel supported anymore. So I made my own version of that and I turned it into my level of spirituality. And then with my clients, we work on fun tools like hypnosis and crystals and cards and all of that. But the magic piece is so important because it takes care of the how, like I was saying earlier, when you don't trust me, you don't have that magic to believe in. You don't know what the how is, you know what you can do, you know, your half of the co-creation, but the other half is just a big question mark. And that's where we start to doubt. And I always say like, when I myself wonder how, because those, you know, thoughts come up still for me, I say, well, the how is my magic? The how is the universe? The how is the universe is going to match my vibration? The how is God, higher self, whatever. And that is a huge piece of the puzzle. 
Okay, so now the last part, the manifesting part. Yes. What is, what is that? What's that aspect of the process? So those first two pieces are, it's like get your mindset in check plus define your magic equals making manifestation very, very simple. Because then the last step of the, of the piece, the last piece of the puzzle is just taking your action towards the things that you desire. If you know what it is you desire and you've cleared all your limiting beliefs, you know that you can have what you want, you know you're deserving, you know you're worthy, you know it's meant for you, your mindset's good. You know, universe, God, source is on your side and you can trust in that you're good to go. So what's left is just moving about your life in a high vibrational manner, taking the action steps, you know, to take. And so on my day to day, that looks like asking myself, what do I feel called to do? What feels exciting for me to do today? And this is in the creation of my desires. This is in the creation of how do I feel called to grow my business? How do I feel called to make more money this month? How do I feel called to deepen my relationships? How do I feel called to support my friendships on a deeper level? And it becomes just taking action. And why that is like, I always say it's like easy as fuck at the end, because you're, you feel good. You don't doubt the action steps you're taking. You just feel in your power about moving through life after you've done all that inner work. Hmm. Give me some examples of how this has played out for you on a practical level. Like, because the whole idea of manifestation is getting what you desire. Right. So what have been some things over the last few years that you go, wow, this would have never happened in my life if I would not have used this process of mindset, magic and manifestation. Yeah. The perfect example I have in 2018, I went on a trip to Hawaii. I was a part of, I had a coach at the time. And part of the program we were doing, it had a retreat in Hawaii. Um, And it was more of just an event. We still had to pay for the hotel, the flights, all of the things. And I spent the last of my money booking the flight in the hotel for Hawaii. I would literally skip school to go. I had $25 left in my bank account after booking everything. And I still got on the plane and I went to Hawaii. Um, And it was for four days that I was going to be there. And I knew when I got back, I had to pay rent and I had to pay for my month of mentoring. So it was about $1,300 as soon as I got back. And while we were at this event, we weren't working. It was more of like planning and, you know, putting things into place for the business, but it wasn't like selling. And at the time I didn't have consistent income in the business. So I went on this trip and when I was on the plane, I was writing forgiveness letters to my dad. I was doing all of these things that we've been talking about. I was redefining my relationship with the universe, redefining how I wanted it to work for me while I was on that trip specifically doing all the things we just talked about. And I decided to be in positive expectation around how I would receive. And so in that space of trust, I then asked myself, okay, well, what do I feel called to do? What are the options that I can take? to generate this income while I'm on this trip. So when I landed in Hawaii, I was waiting for one of the other girls to land. So I was just hanging out in the airport and I sent an extra email talking about the program I was launching at uh, the time. And then I decided to send another email promoing a retreat that I was going to hold. And I just let it be and I let it go. Uh, And my friend got to the airport and somebody had signed up for my retreat. And then during the um, four days I was in Hawaii, somebody signed up for my program. And on the very last day, I went back to the airport to go back to Nebraska because I was living in Nebraska at the time. That's where I'm from. 
uh, there was a horrible rainstorm in Hawaii and they wouldn't let us board the plane. Like they wouldn't let the full plane go just because the weight was going to be dangerous. And I had like the cheapest plane ticket. So I was the first to get booted off that flight. And I waited in the airport for hours. I was freaking out. I didn't have the money in my account yet to pay for a hotel. I was like, I'm going to sleep on the streets in Maui. I don't know what I'm going to do. And at the end of the night, they rebooked my flight for the next day. They gave me a hotel voucher to stay at a five-star beach resort for free. They gave me taxi vouchers to get to and from, and they compensated me $1,325 for the inconvenience, which is exactly what I needed to pay all my bills. And I just had this moment after I got all my papers from the, the airline people, I walked outside in Maui and I just looked at the stars and I just laughed. I just laughed out loud. I'm like, this is exactly why I do what I do. It was being in that space of positive expectation. It was working on my mindset. It was releasing all of those emotions on the plane. It was leveling up my you know, trust in the universe myself. It was taking the few actions I knew to do. It was two emails that I sent. And then I was just in alignment for all this stuff to snap in. And if I had not done this work, no way in hell would that have happened to me. <laughs> wow, that is an amazing story. I can I can see that if I just have the mindset and magic part and I don't take action, that you know, that type of person is probably not going to experience a lot of results because they're just sitting around waiting for something to drop in their lap. So we know that that's yep. not going to generally work. But for the people that are listening that go, you know what, I'm good on my own. I'm just going to work hard, put my nose to the grindstone. Like I'm just going to hustle, hustle, hustle. And there's less of a focus on uh, maybe they, they've got a positive mindset, but they're not looking for the thing outside of themselves, the magic, the spirituality, the divine that could actually do the way I describe it to people is I can do what's possible, but the divine does what's impossible. And so... Yeah. But they're going, no, 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 I don't even believe in that. I just, I'm going to do what's possible. And then like, what are they missing out on? Mm. This is the thing. You can do it without the magic. You can do it without the spirituality. It's just going to feel harder. You're going to feel more alone and it's a little bit heavier because those people might be in the positive mindset of like, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to create the wealth. I'm going to create the life. I'm going to create the love that I desire. But they do have this element of I have to work hard and like work my butt off to make it happen. And they feel like they're in it alone, that they have to put on their blinders and just go by themselves. Whereas in my life, I feel like I'm in a dance with the universe at all times. I've mentioned so many times in this interview, I've gotten downloads and downloads and downloads. And that's because I'm so tapped into my intuition and my relationship with the universe. And for me, I love working hard. I love hustling. I love working. I love what I do for work. But it feels so easy because the universe is telling me exactly what I need to do moment by moment. And I think that is really the element a lot of people miss out on. On top of a lot of people who are in a positive mindset, but they're working, they're in the work hard mentality, they're still asking that element of how, and they might have a, a bit more limited view of what they can accomplish because exactly as you said, like with the universe, I can manifest something that is seemingly impossible, like something that is ridiculous, an actual miracle. I have a Tesla. And when I got my Tesla in 2019, um, they asked me to pay my lease, um, half of it upfront in cash a week before I was supposed to pick up my car. And I did not have that money in my savings and the money, the exact amount 
before it came the night before I went to pick up my car. That is something that if I was in the work hard mentality, I would not have been able to wrap my mind around. So I think when you don't tie in that element of magic of support from outside of you, you do make the path a little bit harder for yourself and it feels a little bit more lonely. Mm -hmm. So somebody's listening and says, Oh my gosh, this chick is so naive. Like this is all just coincidence. <laughs> Total coincidence. She just believes, you know, and she sees the world through this lens. So that therefore she thinks that these things are happening because of this magic or whatever. What would you say to them? I'd say that I don't believe in coincidences and my entire life has been proof of everything I've just shared. Because when I was in high school, every year of my high school experience got worse and worse and worse. And it was because I was holding on to more and more anger and low vibrations and resentment. So I've seen what the law of attraction looks like in the worst way possible. I've lived that. Um, as a 23-year-old, I've seen some shit. And I've also seen how much easier, how much more fulfilling life looks like on the other end of the spectrum. And I... I always tell people like, I'm not here to prove anything. You can take it or leave it, but I'm offering up all of my life experience to show you what it looks like on the other side. And it never hurts to be more positive. <laughs> mm -hmm. One of the things that I think is unique about you is you're very um, free in expressing yourself, whether it's your language, your fashion, your style, you've got a lot of tattoos, even on yeah. your hands, which are going <laughs> to just ruin your life for the rest of, you know, you're going to not be Forever. able to get a job. You're totally <laughs> screwed. Um, did you grow up in a more creatively expressive environment or is that something new for you? How does that tie to this manifestation or is it not tied and it's just part of who you are? <laughs> I think it's all tied. I think all of it is an expression of itself. Um, I grew up, my dad has tattoos. And so it was something that was openly accepted in my house. And I always viewed tattoos, fashion, art, self-expression as a form of independence. I remember growing up, I always wanted to work in fashion. And actually when I was in school, I was studying fashion in French. And I always wanted to speak French fluently so I could live in LA and Paris and do, you know, the Louis Vuitton thing. Um, and I remember telling my friends from a young age that I love fashion because it's a form of self-expression that doesn't need words. And I really hold that to be true about so many things. Like travel is a huge passion of mine, style, the tattoos, everything, even like makeup, it expresses, expresses who you are. And when we are more self-expressed, it's, just showing how comfortable we are with ourselves, showing how confident we can be. You know, yesterday's Valentine's Day, and I just like drew a bunch of hearts all over my face with my makeup because I wanted to. And I was doing my makeup and I was like, why haven't I done this before? You know, like, who cares? You can do this any day you want. You want to paint your face, paint your face. It's your life. And when you live that level of expression, you're really open to your desires. You're not afraid what people think. You're not afraid you look ridiculous. You've done that inner work. Um, and that's super important because you're just a clear channel to receive. Mm. Okay. So if people want to work with you, one, they can obviously listen for free to your podcast, which I'd recommend is Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast. They can find it anywhere. We'll point them to MichaelaJ.com, which is a unique spell spelling. Uh, M-I-K-A-Y-L-A-J-A-I. -A -A uh, but we'll have that in the show notes so people can swipe up on their phone and click that. But what are some of the other ways that people can kind of maybe start to engage with you and your work and learn more? 
Totally. You guys can follow me and reach out to me over on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J. And I also have a free Facebook group for anybody who listens to the podcast, anybody who is here, just look up on Facebook, Mindset Magic Manifestation. You'll find us there. And I do one-to-one private mentoring. I do group programs and different courses about everything that we've talked about. So if you're interested and want to learn more, just send me a message and we'll find what's the perfect fit for you. And also, I know you have an ebook. Tell us about that. Yes, I have an amazing free ebook for you guys. It's called The Rich and Ridiculous Guide to Manifesting. And it is this 35-page book where I tell you guys all about where I've come from and how I've learned about this vibrational stuff playing out in my life, as I've talked about a bit here. But also, we dive really, really deep into this mindset, magic, and manifestation process as well as we dive into money at the end because it's kind of like rich and ridiculous themed and i give you guys a free money ritual in there so that's completely for free you guys will just have to enter in your email uh and you'll get that straight to your inbox and that's michaelaj.com and then just click on ebook in the nav bar and then you can opt in for that so michaela thank you so much for just sharing about your experience in your life super inspiring and i wish you well in all that you do I'll, I'll keep following along and keep learning from you yeah it's amazing thanks for having me on this has been great hey congrats on listening to another episode of inspiration rising why congrats because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart and that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life now if you enjoy inspiration rising do us a favor share it with a friend. Take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949 949- 401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity. Mm-hmm.